0: Yo,
1: no, oh. yeah, I can hear you. all
0: right, great, man. First and foremost, man, I want to appreciate you, man, for joining me on the truth serum podcast, bro. Um, I wanted to kind of get you in here to talk about uh, prisons and prison reform and, you know, the link between education and the prison system. Um, uh, if you don't mind, man, just tell, tell the people, you know, saying a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, well, of course, my name is uh, Anthony Heath. Um, I was born in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, Spent a handful of my grade school years in uh, Los Angeles, California, um, during the uh, late 80s and early 90s. Um, Came back to uh, Jackson, um, uh, late 90s, uh, been here since uh, 97. I uh, attended Provine High School where I played football there. Um, then I went to junior college at Hines. Then ended up at Bell Haven, communi- Bell Haven uh, University where I uh, study uh, mass communications. Um, graduated from there. Uh, worked six years uh, at the Mississippi Department of Corrections, um, Central Mississippi Correction Facility, which is in Rankin, Rankin County, uh, right. Rankin, Mississippi, or in Pearl rather. And after that, uh, did two years as a, as a police officer for Jackson uh, Police Department. And after that, um, now I'm currently a Mississippi Highway Patrol, which I graduated. Uh, matter of fact, 13 days from now, which will be May 1st. Nice. May 1st nice. Be, be a year for me.
0: Nice. What kind of what got you into being law enforcement, man? What, what drove you to that?
1: Well. Um, Actually, man, I I've I've always been somewhat of like an authoritarian type guy where my personality has yeah. always a bit of a of of, of 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 um authority, not not authority of like telling somebody what to do. It just you know the uh yeah. presence of uh of respect, you know, and and uh and uh doing the right thing. Um <clears throat> I know I was, you know, like like I said before, I, I went to Bill Haven and studied communications. And that only reason I, you know, took that was because at that time uh, they didn't have a criminal justice department. So I, I, I didn't I was not able to take that. So I uh, uh, did communications because, you know, I was, you know, into, you know, radio talks, sports talks, things like that. Yeah. Then come to find out that, that that type of field is somewhat of a, a scarce to get in because, you know, uh, you don't retire from radio talk. I mean, you know, you can radio talking to you 70, 70, 80 years old. So so it was really hard to penetrate through that. And then I started to um, like, OK, you know what? You know, I want to serve my city, you know, uh, in the capacity of an officer. Um, gotcha. But I. Um, you know the avenue I took was different, and like I said, I started off in corrections, uh, which I, which, which I, I'm glad I did to think about in retrospect because I was able to be more uh, well-rounded. Um, um, coming from corrections, um, dealing with uh, inmates on a day-to-day basis, um, and uh, I wouldn't change that. Uh, I, I, I've always because it worked for me. I would recommend. You know, if you can't get in, you know police department or if you want to be a state trooper, start off in corrections first because it'll yeah. make you more well-rounded once you get on the streets because you're more acclimated dealing with people, uh, uh, and dealing with, um, uh, uh, um, uh, violators who commit crimes. You'll be able to deal with them. Um, it, it's going to be hard for them to, uh you know, finagle any type of, you know, anything over your head, you, you know, you're going right. to be green looking green, you know, because you deal you, you deal with inmates on a day to day basis. And some of them or not half of them are still trying to, um, somewhat, uh, their way into doing things. So, but yeah, that's, that's, that's how I, you know, my law enforcement, you know, in a nutshell came to,
0: Hi, right. that's a beautiful story, man. Um, speaking of speaking of which, when you, you have brought up like inmates and everything like that, uh, one of my first questions to you would be um, as far as when you think about prisons and it's supposed to reform and transform guys and or keep guys off the streets who you know who committed like murder and things like that. Do you think that prisons are really doing the job that they're intended for? No. Okay. Why why so
1: why, did, why why do you think that? I don't know when when the the whole phrase of rehabilitation stopped. I don't know when it was I don't know if it was in the late nineties, early two thousands. I'm not sure when, but somewhere it got lost and never came back. Uh because the purpose is to, you know, you you know, you commit a crime and they can see you somewhat of a menace to society. You go uh to prison and um, serve your time. Uh, but within prison, they probably rehabilitate you to when once you get out, um, you should be able to be a, a more reformed person. That's not happening. And it, it has not happened in maybe a decade now, uh, decade and a half. It, it, has, it has not happened. You know, the six years I was there, I didn't see they had programs, but only a select few were able to get into those programs um also oh, so, there are
0: requirements for those programs
1: yeah there are requirements uh of the programs that the the inmates that are in uh one was called fatherhood and i i can't think of the, the other one but um there were certain requirements wow. that the inmates had to have to get in those classes um, and it was only a handful of them in those classes, not, you know, uh, mass masses or whatever. Um, but I, like I guess I, I, I don't, know when it, it happened, but I can't, I can't pinpoint when it happened, when they stopped doing, when they stopped, you know, uh, focusing, focusing on more rehabilitating, uh, the inmates once they're in to make sure once they get out, they don't come back. Well, of course, it's been a revolving door for the past decade and a half.
0: So. Oh, man, that's that's kind of that's kind of strange for me for them to have uh, programs like that set in place and then they have certain requirements. And it's kind of limiting people. Is it because of the nature of the crime they might have committed or?
1: No, it's not the nature of the crime is it's, it's if, um, for instance, um, you got the the color scheme of of the pants the inmates where they're green and whites black and whites and then I think before I left in 2016 they had red and whites so the green and white was those serious crimes where they can't uh, work outside they had to work if they have a job they work inside of a building not outside they can't you know be you know cutting grass or go off 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 campus or you know some like across the street to work uh, with uh, MHP then you have to be green and white to do that. Then the red and white, those are the habitual uh, rule violation uh, um, um, people that 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 they they continuously, uh, you know, rule violators. So they put me in red and red and white. So of course they cannot be in fatherhood. The black and whites they can be in fatherhood. The green whites can be in fatherhood, but it depending on your. Um, your rvr record if you got a lot of rule violations in your file they're not going to send you to fatherhood you're not going to be accepted you can put your name in it but the whoever the the director over fatherhood he or she mm-hmm. they're not going to they're not going to choose you because of 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 your file um wow and it's, it's a lot of things that play into it too because you know they had you know they have you know um people to come in and talk to them and things like that um everybody can go then but at the same time everybody focuses is not on or taking heed to what um the outside you know speaker is encouraging to do once they get out or how to um um how to um Act accordingly once when, rather than in and serving their time because you have to you're dealing with um, inmates who go to those functions um, not to take heed to what is said to them or do the positive reinforcement words or um, um, things they need to you know uh, succeed in getting out. So either they go go there for reasons of, of either it's gang related, right? Or right. you got them to meet up with their sexual partner, you know, if it's a male, male, right? And right. so you 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 putting all those types in that in that mixed area. You got the ones who really are sincere about going in and, and want to do better and and taking you know uh heed to what is said to them for us how to rehabilitate themselves and get out and do this and do that, right? Right. But, you, but they, have, they are being distracted by the gang yeah. members. They're being distracted by the two you know, males who have their sexual whatever, you know, or yeah. it can be shut down early because if you know, uh, the canine unit shows up and they go into the bathrooms and they find all kind of stuff is over with going back to to the zone. So now is cut short, so you got. De- so they're dealing with all of that, you know, yeah. in one, right? Um, so it's it's, it's 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 like it's like a double edged sword. It really is. But yeah. um,
0: and I've I've talked to a guy who had uh, went to prison. And it was for uh I think it was a felony, gun charge or something like that that he went for. Um he came and rented a car uh from my place of work. And um and what he told me was he was like, Man, he 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 went in, not gangbanging, but he said it's almost like when you walk in there, that's the culture. You have to choose a gang, you have to choose a side, uh, in order to survive. And that type of mentality or uh you know inside of it kind of kind of makes me wonder like what are we doing as far as like the for these guys psychologically like you know what do you what do you think these guys are feeling psychologically as far as being in prison or you know people that got lesser offenses than guys who's doing life like do you think somebody that's doing life deserves a type of reform program or a transformation program while they're in there for the rest of their lives or how do you feel about that
1: yeah, they, they do too, because you don't, you know, as as a correctional officer, you don't want that light person to be a nuisance to you. you like a person on the streets can be a nuisance to, you know, committing crimes and you continue to take them to jail or they wrecking, you know, wrecking havoc in these certain areas, community or anything like that. But honestly, um, and I'm speaking from the experience that I've seen for the six years, not a year, not two years, the six years that I worked in correction. The lifers never gave me a problem. The lifers never gave you a problem uh, a, a lifer would tell you that they will they're they' they they will be quiet <laughs> they ain't gonna cause no problems because mm-hmm. in their in their in their terms this is where they use this is their home and they they're not gonna do anything for you to tear their home up meaning you know conduct a shakedown down and and just tear they you know tear their house so this is where they use house tear my house up so you won't have problems problem with lifers. You will never have I, I I for the six years I worked, uh, and I was a fair firm officer, aggressive officer, correction officer, and I never had a problem with a person who had life. Because as a matter of fact, they won't tell you. You had to look them up yourself. You know, a wow. uh, lifer will never tell you they got life. Never, they will never tell you. When I I start off in the kitchen, I was a kitchen officer before I before I was on a cadence unit. And I had two lifers in my kitchen and I did not know they were lifers until, you know, I had to do a um I had to do a um a form and, and, and know all my inmates. And I had two lifers. One never knew it. One never knew if I had to, if I didn't do that um, um um sheet where I had to um, you know, know who they were and you know, where they from and things like that. Yeah. You know they, wow. they they you know that of the movies that's just movies. Those lifers they don't give you no problems, none. But at the same time, to answer your question, you had a lifer who you know you think well they don't need no and they don't need no type of uh, rehabilitation because they ain't up getting out, no, not necessarily because you know they still you don't want them to be a nuisance to you, you know.
0: Like, yeah, especially with a
1: job like that.
0: Right. Okay. So. Man, um, I know, I know you can remember this. The time I know the media was putting a um, was putting a spotlight on inmates that were dying in prison mm-hmm. and the living conditions and people getting sick and hanging themselves and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it was people pointing fingers everywhere, but nobody could never pinpoint the 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 problem. Mm-hmm. What did you think is the blame for all of that happening?
1: Okay. To pinpoint, so this let's let's cause I, I like I said I didn't work in Parchment. You know, I used to go there to uh help yeah. with, with 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 mass shake when they used to have mad shakedowns. Um yeah. and and you know, I was in you know from 2018 to 2016 when I, you know, so in between those years, we'll go to Parchment and help conduct shakedowns. So I was out, you know, I was at CMCF, you know, and um um They talk about the inmates dying. Um the inmates that that die um in prison it's an accumulation of either their health was diminishing already to they wasn't mm-hmm. taking care of themselves like it's supposed to because of maybe stressed out being in prison or any, or anything that's that's adding to uh, the 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 um the um um you know, evaporating of their health. Uh, three, um, the med- when I say they're not taking care of themselves like they need to, you know, every inmate that has a medical problem, they, you know, they have medical sheets and they have profiles and they go see, they're supposed to go see the doctor when it's supposed to. So when they get their medication for whatever illness they have, for whatever illness, disease they have, they get the they get the medication. But you can also get high off those off those medication, right? To yeah. to the average person who's not sick. For instance, if you got high blood pressure, clonidine pills will bring it down. Clonidine pills you take a lot of them, it get you high. High as a kite. So you have inmates; they will sell their medication. For canteen, wow. canteen meaning you know, uh, canteen is like uh, not not the food they eat, but canteen is like okay, so every Thursday, uh, the canteen lady come. They got a, a little brochure of uh, free world food, you know, Doritos, name brand foods that you can order if you got money on your books, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So right. you got a, if you got a guy who he, he got a lot of money on his books and he he gets a lot of canteen. And he, hey, listen, man, I see you got them condom pills. Hey, you give me five of them, I'll give you, you know what I'm saying, some canteen to pick out what you want, you know, what what, what food you want. And when the lady come, you know, that's going to be yours in return. So now they thick because they didn't study, they didn't sold. you know, their medication. Or you got some that, that are hard hardhead and don't want to take their medication. These these are things I've I've seen because like when that thing started, I tried to explain, not defend, but explain to people really goes on because I worked the, and could not one former inmate dispute anything I was saying, anything I was saying. No, because it was an inmate. He was a former inmate. He's out now, and you know, doing good for himself. He didn't dispute anything I said. Only thing he had a problem with was the first question we asked to the rehabilitation program: why, you know, they need to have to reform these 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 men and women back to uh, be able to adapt to uh, the world when they get out. That's the only thing he had, a, you know, had a question about. But the things I expressed on what what goes on with the naked I was seeing around that time. And I was breaking it down. These are the reasons you see this, and these are the reasons this is happening. He did not dispute it because he couldn't because he knew I I I saw this for six years, you know. Um, So it's 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 accumulation of a lot of things, man. Um. So so for health wise, that's why you see you know that's why you were seeing deaths because you have to understand this too. Before the eyes start to look at Parchman, I mean, inmates were dying like that. When I was working at six years, it just it wasn't reported until all this wow. was happening. Then there was they had to let the news know, hey, this image just passed away. This image just passed away. This image just passed away. You know, there's plenty of times when I worked in CMCL, inmates had passed away and then nobody know but their family. They don't know the outside and the world didn't know. Nobody knew. You know, but when that started to happen, they felt that okay, you know what? We gotta let, let the pe- people know that hey, we got four that just died today, you got two that just died today. On, on health Not not being involved in any type of uh physical thing. We're talking about just health wise, um that that that's that's how that goes down sports inmates that 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 uh that die in prison. Um, now the ones who hang themselves is either they owe money to someone or they don't want to be in a gang, right? Or they want to get out, but they don't know how to, or the stress,
0: you know, of, of being in prison. Um, so, um, you know what that sounds like to me, bro? You know when when i hear all of those things it, and it's kind of like what you said it's it's a double-edged sword but man it, it just sounds like a breeding ground for self-destruction man like it's just like guys are in there and even though some of the guys some of those guys are they won't ever get out some of those guys that have a chance it's like they're self-destructing and so i'm just like are we like not looking around and saying like what are we doing like it's so many people self-destructing in here in a place where they're supposed to quote unquote be reformed and things like that like it's just I, when I when I think about this stuff, it's just like when well, I hear all the stories and and stuff like that. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, is are we really are we really taking the necessary stuff to reform people, or are we just on? Uh, yeah, they they robbed the bank. They did whatever they did, so ain't no telling, you know. Because you got guys in there for small drug offenses that are doing those things as well. So it's just uh, it's just kind it, of it's just man, it's just crazy. I kind of just wanted to understand like that part of it, like what was going on with these guys and stuff. And, you know, some of, you know, some of those guys, man, their own, you know, their own doing, like you said, um, you know, you giving away your medicine that, you know, to gain whatever thing you're trying to gain in there. Um, that's the decision you made, but it's just like, you know, I think the the next guy is looking at that or the other guys looking at him doing that and they're hanging themselves. And this is the culture they're breeding. Like I, like, it's just, it's it's starting to seem like the, the culture is getting away from, from, I guess what prison is was supposed to be for or whatever it is. Um as far as like numbers and things like that, man, I had looked at something recently and they were saying that the gap between uh, African Americans and Caucasians, the gap of who's going to prison the most is closing. Like it's starting to even out across the playing field. And um and I was wondering like, what's your take on that? Do you do you see that happening or?
1: Well, re- reason. It, well, um, reason being um, with that study is because you have you have a lot of. Don't let anybody. Don't let anybody tell you that street games don't exist because they do. Um, yeah. because they do, they do. Um, it, it's more condensed in prison because they're right there with each other all the time instead out there mm-hmm. in the world you know you you know you're spaced out but street game plays a part a lot of what goes on in the prison um as far as these um as far as the fights and the in the stabbing and things like that um um so um it the gap is, is 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 closing with the the this disparity had once was more a lot a lot more blacks than whites. Domesticus. now is because man you have um, a lot of uh, whites who are in gangs now who commit a lot of crimes uh, being being in, yeah. in gangs like you know the whites for the Mississippi either you're Latin King or you're a City Royal or you a uh, Aryan Brotherhood you know that's that's the Iron Brotherhood is, is leaning towards the uh, KKK. Okay, right. So the Iron Brotherhood, I mean, I'm sorry, lane Kings, they link up with the Vice Lords, the uh, uh, Simon City Royals, they link up with the, the GDs. And as we all know, uh, there are a lot uh, of Gangster Disciples in the South or in Mississippi. So that means there are a lot of hmm. Simon City Royals also in the state of Mississippi. And they commit these crimes which is a lot of them, and then now you add those those numbers, which is in in you know it's forcing the south wise closing the gap.
0: And speaking of like gangs, man, I, I I mean I have you know a personal experience with gangs, but I've also seen gangs, man. And as far as like prison and gangs and and things like that and crime, um, do you as as everybody else has probably have said before, do you think that stuff? really starts at home with parents?
1: No. Well, the reason I say no, ma'am, you can mold a person how you want them to be. But once they get out, if they can't remember, if, if, if the molding is pure, uh, 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 sincere, loving, encouraging, and, and 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 things like that. If, if if that's if that's it, sometimes that can't be it. In 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 the person you're molding still come out uh, uh, spoiled, you know, rotten, you know. Um, True. I don't I don't blame that because it's it's, it's I when I was a street cop. Okay, I, I I've been in a lot of households where there were good parent or parents, and the child was acting out. Or, or 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 think they I think that they are um they're um you know um think that they're you think the parents are supposed to just um give in to anything they wanna need. You know, I've been to the in suburbs where I had to go in the house, five bedrooms, mom and dad is there, the son or daughter is just acting out like just respect not disrespectful cursing all of that you know mm-hmm. and I don't know if you've seen the movie um oh man what's the movie that um Carrie Washington played in um it was on Netflix mm-hmm. I forgot the name of the movie um she's married to a white guy in her hood, and he had a son who was, he's mixed and he died at the end of the movie right? He died with two mm-hmm. of his friends with him who were from um from um from the hood, right? So he was mm-hmm. fighting his complexion, how he was raised, mom dad's white, mom's black speaks um um you know, clear English, proper English, and he wants to hang out and and and, and be a part of something that's You know, uh, hip, or I'm I'm with the crew, and 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 they get into things like that. They carrying guns. I want to be a part of them. I got, I I didn't, you know, my hair is long, but now I done made it cornrows. I'm wearing baggy clothes, or I'm 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 sagging because I want to feel. I want them to think that I'm a part of them. I'm not this middle class uh, uh teenager, right? That's supposed to be clean cut. A's and B's in class don't get no trouble. <laughs> they are tempted by uh, the adventure of being a uh, menace society. So at the end of the movie, he ended up the, the 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 son ended up getting killed because the guys he was with was carrying weapons. He allowed his his friend to drive his car that mm-hmm. his dad bought him at seventeen. He's a seventeen year old with a, with, a, with a car. Which number seventeen black seventeen males don't have cars, nice cars. He let his driver drive. and and the investigator told her mom that your son wasn't the driver. His friend was the driver. They get pulled over. The uh, the male who the driver was had a weapon. Didn't have no ID. They get out the car. Whole bunch a whole bunch of ruckus started. <laughs> Shots gets fired, and the shot ricochets and kills her son. Right. So if if he didn't have an identity problem, he would have never been put in that situation to think that he should hang out with guys like that will get him in trouble or 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 surround him in that type of atmosphere, right? So the same thing goes on, like go back to a person goes to prison. They think and they feel that I got to be a part of this group, you know, to have somewhat of an easy tenure in jail, which is not true. I, I've I, I was I've been I have been around inmates who they call it don't stream. They weren't streaming. They weren't gangster or nothing. They just was a regular inmate who wanted a certain time to go home. And there were a lot of them. They were like that, and 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 they were strong enough mentally to know I didn't I don't have to be a part of this to feel protected. I'm just gonna do my time and and go. If these if these if they wanna uh, if I'm in the back sleep. If they, if they wake me up and say, you need to get up, I'm getting up. <laughs> I'm getting up, you know. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm getting up, you know. And these things are, are, have been told to me by those regular inmates, you know, um, uh, uh, themselves. So I, it's more so, man, identity, man. And the parent, you, you can raise your child like you feel that you're raising them right. But once they get out, once they get out, man, you hope. Yeah, choices, yeah you hey. hope and pray. That the things you instilled in in them, they will carry it on. Correlation patrol school. We go through twenty two weeks of pure hell, pure mental, physical hell that the human body and mind should never ever have to go through. So you would think if a person graduates from a patrol school and they get out as a trooper, you know they're gonna be you know squared away, ten ten, don't get in trouble. And the things that the, the 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 troopers, tech officers instilled in you for twenty two weeks, because you you're a robot, you know. They they feeding you, they breaking you down, and they feeding things in you that you're supposed to have uh, as a trooper. But then once you get out, you got some who get in trouble, and you're like, how how is that possible? Like, I know what type of training they had. I know what those those tech officers taught them for 22 weeks. How yeah. will this person get out? And become a trooper, and get in trouble and get fired, you know. And now, now you got the troopers second guess, second question themselves like, man, what did I do wrong? Like, what, what did I miss? Something did I? We thought we gave them all the tools they needed to be successful. But like you said, I've always told people, if if this only, if you're a believer. Okay, if you're not a believer, then this does not apply to you, and I'm not going to debate a non-believer because I'm I'm letting you know this is only applies to mm-hmm. not to believers. The greatest choices, the greatest choices that, that, that God gave us was Jesus and choice. Those to me, to me, those two greatest gifts that He's at, that He gave us, Jesus and choice. You have to, you have to, you have to, you can choose to do whatever you want to do. Now the outcome, <laughs> you, you know that that's something you got. That's something you got to deal with. But he, he he gave you the choice, and like you said, it, it's about it's about choice, man. It's all about <laughs> choice. It's all about choice. It's all about choice. Definitely,
0: I, I agree with that. I also, yeah, like, I I'll also add like you know, a collection of like childhood experiences and things like that could push people towards certain decisions. You know childhood trauma mm-hmm. or not getting along with parents at home all those things kind of add up to certain choices mm-hmm. in life and i just think it's kind of hard you know we we have people that research these type of things but i think it's just really hard for them to really just pinpoint the exact thing that causes mm-hmm. these decisions people to commit crime, mm-hmm. things like that i think it's a bunch of stats and things like that that can probably get them in a roundabout area or something mm-hmm. like that, but to say that this, you know, to get an exact exact answer is kind of. I think it's just really difficult. Yeah, it's it's but, it's it's, it's, um, it's
1: very difficult. Um, uh, <laughs> um, whoever I get my hats off to him because that's a difficult job to pinpoint or at least try to, you know, give a view of okay, why why does this mind does this? And especially now, you can somewhat, um, you could somewhat massage a person growing up in chaos, right? That's all they know, right? right? It's chaos. You can say, okay, I see where this comes, because all they knew was chaos, but sometimes, and at the same, but at at the same time, if you, when you know, like, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't ain't right. This this is not how I want to live, or this is not how I want to be when I become an adult. You know what I'm saying? Then you take the things, then you do the things that you need to do to get out. We, we we know a lot of those stories of, 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 of kids who were in uh, chaos and they're like, you know what, this is, a, this is not how I want to live the rest of my life. I'm going to hit my books, I'm going to go to school or I'm going to join the military or I'm going to get a trade and, 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 and flourish. You know, um, then, then there's some that get caught up and they don't have that mindset or strong will enough to get out of it, you know. Um, so, like I said, it's very difficult. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and say, yeah, this is the reason right here. I It's too many. It's too
0: many. It's too many reasons, man. And, man, uh, coming up towards the end, man, I, I, This is it's one of these things I've been thinking about. Um, are there, do you think there are any new programs or reforms that are coming out to even help these guys in prison? Because I thought about this thing to where I was like, if we're, we're putting them out in the, in the, um uh, back out into the world and they have. And you know how jobs are about guys with felonies and stuff like that. A lot of times they won't get hired unless it's fast food or something quick, you know. Um, then now there are guys that are getting diplomas and things like that in prison. But I, I had thought about this program. I was like, you know what I'm saying? There's there's no requirements. If you want to come, you can come. But we have dress shirts for you. We can we can have things to show you how to do your resume while you're in here. Um, I think there are programs that give you work experience while you're in there, or something like that. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah.
1: Not well, sure okay. So names. all right. So um, they have uh, like uh, uh, in prison. Well, especially CMCF, where you had carpenters, welders, um, uh, electricians, you know, firemen. Uh, um, you know those, those, those. You know those type of you know work, work related uh, jobs where they're learning how to do things and, 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 and weld and, and cut and 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 um, um. What I'm looking for um, um, yard service men and things like that. They have those and, and but but see the thing is mainly those are the uh green or white inmates, you know what I'm saying? You have maybe a pinch of black and white and those are the ones, like I said, they committed a a, a, a serious crime, but they have been model citizens while in prison, you know, they're not getting any trouble, they're not doing what caused them to get in jail. So the problem a lot of inmates have, a lot of them get in and they're doing the same thing that got them in. So yeah. they're not, they're not, they're not um, getting better, you know this is just just this, this, this outside of uh, any any other programs that that can rehabilitate them, right but they come in and do the right. same the same thing the same things they're getting in trouble for or the same thing they're getting in trouble out there in the world for either stealing right or, 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 yes. or selling drugs okay um, and they're, they're still doing it inside. You know, and um, that prison, <laughs> the prison money is fast and it's a lot. Wow, it's fast and it's a lot. You know, and and that 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 runs the prison. You know, um, you know, you, you had man when I was there, you I, you had social security scandals. Um, um you had all type of uh, uh, money scandals and that inmates we're reaching out to the outside world or with um, the CEOs you know what i'm saying getting them to do things for them and stuff mm-hmm. like that but at the same time there's no different from a, 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 a cop that's allowing a drug a drug guy to do what he want to do in his area and you give that cop his 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 share whatever you know what i'm saying it's the same thing that goes on in prison mm-hmm. system it's just it's just you know you in a close contact with the person every day yeah.
0: every day that's crazy well man um uh, beautiful stuff man i i really appreciate you coming on and um sharing that information with me man and to with everybody man i i definitely look forward to getting you on some future episodes cuz we're going to revisit this type of stuff um this is the pilot episode man um Truth serum i i'm glad that you know that you showed up for me, man. You're a good brother as always, man. An honest brother as always, man. I really appreciate you.
1: Brother. Thank you, thank you. No problem, man. Like I said, you ain't need me, man. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm here. All right, bro. So I'll get back with you, man. Uh, good night, you, Okay. All
0: right, bro.